the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're your hosts, Paul Braun, along with Janine Bitson. We've got a special new segment we'd like to introduce called Encountering Christ's Real Presence. You can hear the Tantu Mergo in the background. It's beautiful. There. Yes. So what's this all about? The real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist is at the heart of who we are as Real Presence Radio. And each week now we want to spend some time talking about, as the name suggests, of course, encountering Jesus' real presence. We're going to feature segments that offer teaching and catechesis on topics like the Mass and Eucharistic Adoration. We're also going to share stories of how people's lives have been transformed as they encountered Jesus when receiving Him in the Holy Eucharist or when spending time with Him in adoration. So this morning, we're, we're going to focus on the story of discernment and how Father Timothy Lang's life has been changed forever by spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Father, good morning. Are you with us? Hi. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Janine. Oh, it's great to have you. Are, are you on your cell phone, Father, or are you out in a car somewhere? Not driving, though. I'm pulled off on the side of a little road. Just very beautiful, actually. Um, visited a parishioner and um, brought him uh, viaticum, uh, via take him, bread for the journey, uh, last sacrament, as he 
as he's oh. nearing the end of his own life. So. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, really beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, where you're a pastor, and, and, and how this all began with you as being a priest? Yeah, so I'm originally from Brainerd, Minnesota, in the center of the state, and um, after high school, or during my years of high school, we'll talk about that in a little bit more, but um, just had an encounter with God and His call, and uh, so I felt after high school that the next best step for me was to go to seminary, so I went to St. John Vianney Seminary at St. Thomas, and then I went to St. Paul Seminary, so I did eight years down in the Twin Cities, and I was ordained in 2014. I was in Grand Rapids, Minnesota as the associate for two years, and at the cathedral in Duluth for a year, and now I've been here in Walker, Minnesota, and Hackensack, two small towns. Um, people always ask, how did Hackensack get its name? I don't fully know yet, um, but uh Two smaller parishes here in uh, northern Minnesota, beautiful lake country, and um, beautiful, beautiful day here. So good to be with you guys. Oh, well, it's so wonderful to have you here with us, and, and what a, a fantastic topic to be visiting with you about. I mean, it's the source and summit, uh, everything that we believe as Catholics, and to be visiting about the Eucharist, the Blessed Sacrament, how we can encounter Christ through adoration. Uh, we are just really, really thrilled to have this segment on Real Presence Radio. Um, so, when when we talk about spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, Father, can you explain what that means? Yeah, you know, I was as I was looking over this yesterday and praying about it last night, and it just kind of struck me. It's not just time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. It's you know, it's, but what I was hearing is it's time with a person. You know, like we spend time with a person, we get to know them over the course of the years, and and we sit in a church where there's the, the Eucharist has been consecrated by a priest at the Mass, kept in reservation in the, the gold, usually boxed or, you know, kind of circular, uh, what used to be like the Ark of the Covenant. We spend time with Jesus either in that way, just sitting in the church, or in adoration where a consecrated host is put in something called a monster. And so we spend time with the Lord. It, it dawned on me last night, it's not just in front of Jesus, but it's with Him. But that really does become Jesus in a substantial way. And yes, we say, God here in this beautiful little country lane right now, and it's gorgeous, but yes, God is here, but in a substantial way, we... Lost him. I think we lost Father. Yeah, so, you All know... circuits are busy. Please try your calling... Well, we got the operator. That's all right. You know, he's he's out in the country, and that's fantastic. Wow, what a blessing! He just uh, turned the, or took the Eucharist to a, a gentleman who's going to be leaving this life, you know, very soon, and joining our Lord, and and that just even heightens even more the importance of the Eucharist in our lives. You know that it it isn't just. It isn't just a piece of bread. It isn't just a tabernacle where we go to um, to to visit. It's a real person. It's the divine div- divinity. It's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. And we see him in person uh, when we're in, in his presence. And and so how beautiful that is. So yeah. Father, you were just talking about. Um, when when we talk about spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, that we're truly in front of Jesus' real presence. We are with Him. Um, yeah. And, and how beautiful that is. It's just not... It, it's, 
it's real. <laughs> and yeah. for you, um, you would say that everything happened in front of this blessed sacrament. Where where does your story begin with with that? Yeah, you know, a beautiful um, encounter in a sense that uh, one of the Steubenville conferences. Uh, gosh, I don't even remember what year it was, but I think many are familiar that these weekend conferences for teens. Um, there's always a powerful night of adoration. For some reason or another, I had never um, experienced that time of adoration before growing up. My parents, good parents, went to Mass every Sunday, but uh, there's a period of the Church where Eucharistic uh, adoration kind of fell out of... Um, I just wasn't done as much, and, uh, but thanks be to God, it's much more common and more and more common, and even my home parish, a perpetual adoration chapel throughout the day, and uh, for me, I was in that field house in, at Franciscan University of Steubenville the first time I experienced the Eucharistic procession. You know, I just blown away. The Lord was, I didn't necessarily feel a lot, but He was just, He was changing me. Because we have, you know, we have so many uh, people that we know who have cancer and they go through radiation therapy and, and in, a, in an even more powerful way when we're with Jesus in the Eucharist, it's, it's light, it's power, it's joy, it's, it's that kind of, melting things and transforming my heart in that moment. And even though I didn't necessarily feel anything, he was changing me. And then I came home. I went back to the year of the school. Uh, for me at the time, sports, academics, um, arts, all that stuff was before my faith. But again, I went back to Steubenville the next year. And just that time, that power, and um, in front of the Blessed Sacrament, I started making trips to our Adoration Chapel in our parish. I went on the Discipleship Week where... And that ministry has put those on and just really encountered, um, that was after my junior year now of high school, and um, just encountered the presence of God in the Eucharist in a profound way and the other sacraments as well. And, and really, for me, um, hearing the Lord call, and this is how the Lord works with us, He never does anything against our will, but by sitting with Him, anything that's not of Him is melted away. Oh. And so after my you know my senior year, I'm God. What do you want to do with my life? Like, okay, I've given been given this life, and that's the something I think the Lord gave me again through that time with Him, and just that I became convicted that God made us each for a purpose, um, and we'll be most happy doing what He made us to do. And so it's just a matter of listening to Him. And so they told me when I had visited the seminary of November my senior year, they said discernment in front of the Blessed Sacrament will never lead you astray. I said, okay, I think I can sit there and see what happens. And so in the course of, um, after my winter season of uh, swimming got over, I started going to our adoration chapel every day after school. God, what do you want me to do? God, what do you want me to do? Is it, you know, this other university, or do you want me to go to a seminary? Is this on my heart? And so with time, uh, the Lord just kind of changed my desire. Like, he, that was the thing that I desired. My heart was desiring what he wanted for me, and it, it was indeed to go to the seminary, give it a shot, and um, be open to what he had, and that's that, and that's continued. And I know, I, I know in my own life now today that if I don't spend that time with the Lord every day, I'm a grouch. <laughs> you know, the, rest of my, the rest of myself, I'm I'm not the best version of myself. And it's that that time with Jesus, with that divine radiation therapy, or however we want to envision it, with the one who is life and life Himself, that my my life has its source and meaning. And that's the, the time I don't want to skip. In a, in a beautiful way, um, Janine and Paul, last night as I was praying about this, I just asked the Lord like, to show me, like, Lord, how have you been changing me? And he just, it just fed me to tears. All the, Just like you'd say you know, with a friend, tell me about your friendship with so-and-so. It's just like all these different experiences of sitting with, with the Lord and the Blessed Sacrament and all the different things he's said. Um, just really, really powerful. 
going all the way back to when I was a little kid, and my parents would bring us to Sunday Mass, and we had these hymnals that had pictures of churches in them. And I would go through, and I'd put my finger on each of the different pages, and I'd all, all ten of my fingers on pages with pictures of the churches. And then uh, many, many years later, the Lord brought that memory back to me as I was in Mass, you know, and the Lord um, brought that memory back to me and, and with that line that, zeal for your house will consume me. Wow. You know, this zeal for the Eucharist, the Lord's house, the... Uh, uh, so it's just, yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a gift. Oh, uh, it, it's so beautiful. In fact, you, Father, Father Timothy, you have me in tears because it's just so, yeah. it's just so beautiful. That whole testament of of what it's yeah. meant to be in front of the Blessed Sacrament and how God has spoken, how Jesus has spoken to you um, in yeah. your encounters with Him. My husband and I, we do a an hour of adoration together on Monday nights, and and that is such a special time for us to to be in front of Jesus uh, together, but also as individuals with our own individual prayers, but to be able to share that as a couple is is really a beautiful thing. And, yeah. and I also know, I, I you talk about Steubenville, and I remember mm-hmm. being um, at the March for Life and over 10,000 of us in an armory and yeah. all in adoration. And it's just like, you could hear a pin drop you know, all these students just really understanding and appreciating that the divine Jesus in person before yeah. us, it, it's just so beautiful. And to, to think how he was speaking to each one of those students individually at that time is yeah. just, wow, divine radiation. I love that term. Divine <laughs> yeah. radiation. That's yeah. good. Yeah. We, we want to thank people. Oh, sorry, Father, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, as you were talking to me, I was just recalling, like, um, we were asked or got to go to World Youth Day in Brazil uh, as part of our seminary experience and just being on Copacabana Beach with about 2 million people. Oh, and there yeah. we are in adoration, and, and Matt Maurer was leading some of the praise for a time, and I just remember him, uh, in, in an example to us all, just as he's leading us in praise, he's not looking at us, he's on his knees playing his guitar in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah, playing for Jesus. Praying, yeah. you know, we're, we're adoring him in the Blessed Sacrament. We had Matt Marr here a couple of years ago here at the Diocese of Fargo. He put on a concert. And before the concert, I talked to him a little bit about that, about that experience. of Because uh, there's a video of him singing, Lord, I Need You, in adoration, yeah. right there on the beach in Brazil. It's a, it's a yeah. powerful video if you haven't seen it. Yeah. And, and he was saying what a powerful uh, moment that was for him. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we want to thank people for tuning in to Real Presence Radio. I'm Paul Braun, and I've got uh, Janine Mitson with me here. We're with Father Timothy Lang um, for this segment, talking about the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, Father Timothy, you're from the Diocese of Duluth, right? That's correct, yep. And, and what parish are you, are you at? I am at St. Agnes in Walker and Sacred Heart in Hackensack. Oh, wonderful. You said something a little earlier that really uh, interested me. You said, when we talk about spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, we're not really in front of it. You said we are with the Blessed Sacrament. Jesus is surrounding us. Um, yeah. Th- that, that, to me, th- that really opened up something to me, thinking about it that way, because I've always thought about sitting in front of him, but not really sitting with him. And so yeah. that opened something up really special to me. And uh, have you had powerful moments of healing in front of the Blessed Sacrament, or when you were with the Blessed Sacrament? Can you tell us something about those? Yeah, you know, um, I think there are a lot of us listening right now that might also uh, struggle with anxiety, or struggle with being overwhelmed, or feeling not good enough, or 
I just think it's part of um, maybe one of the, the challenges of, you know, each culture, each time has different challenges. And I think part of ours is that we're so busy, we're so occupied with so many things that we just get overwhelmed. And that's definitely part of my life of just asking the Lord to step into anxiety or, or frustrations or feeling overwhelmed. And one moment in particular is actually down in this beautiful church in little Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. So if there's anybody down there in your network, I don't know, but we were on a retreat down there with the Schoenstatt sisters and I just pouring out my heart to the Lord in, in the church there and just telling him how overwhelmed I was and how, how many things, Lord, I can't even fall asleep some nights. And, and he says to me, as I'm with him, with a person, it just comes to my heart. The Lord is saying, you're nervous because you know you don't have what it takes. And it wasn't condemnatory at all. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'm just making sure you're still there. You're still yeah, 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 we're, we're still here. here. We're yeah. still here. <laughs> Eagerly awaiting the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, sorry. It wasn't, it wasn't condemnatory at all. It was just this beautiful, like, yeah, I get it now, Lord, that I'm, I'm so focused on me. I have such a big problem and a small God. And for just the Father to say, just to help me recognize that that's why I was nervous, is, to me, that was a huge, that was, that was healing to experience him saying that. Of you know you're nervous because you don't have enough dates, and it's like okay now I can be okay with that because the father said that yeah and the father is bigger than my problems and and so just to um, and also even a powerful moment to, uh, of uh, grieving um, in front of Blessed Sacrament and maybe this is a dynamic that um, the married couples have experienced as well but part of the whole point of a bachelor bachelorette party is that you're in a sense you're grieving the other um, other folks that you're not saying yes to, and you're delighting in the one. And so uh, the Lord walks us through that whenever we choose a vocation. I was sitting in the, the church, a little chapel up in the fourth floor of the seminary, and the last holy hour of an eight-day silent retreat, you know, we have these four or five holy hours a day, and the Lord just kind of walked me through um, picturing what couldn't be as a married man and saying yes to what is as a celibate. And so just meeting him as a person, he showed me in an image, of course, Along the way, when we sit with Jesus, he also teaches us to pray in the Blessed Sacrament. And I, I think back, you know, 15 years ago, whenever when I was going to adoration at the same time with Jesus and how much he's taught me how to be with him. And so if we're out there and we're wondering, oh, I don't know how to be with the Lord, I don't know how to pray, showing up, he does the rest over time. And we just have that kind of long range. Then one, one quick last story um, that I, I would share, too, is that now as a priest, being able to say the words of institution with you know, as I hold the chalice and being able to pour, literally, it's just a beautiful, I pour my life into that chalice as I pour the wine in, and as I hold it and I say these words, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the blood of the new and eternal covenant. It's just, we get to offer, even if we're not the priest, but you, everybody's a priest by their baptism in a sense, but the ministerial priest does it, does the words in service to them, and so we get to offer our lives back to that person in that chalice as we pour our sufferings and everything back in. And and that's so important. You know, we, we've been talking about adoration and being in front of the Blessed Sacrament in that way. But, you know, at that moment uh, with the Eucharist uh, in Mass, in Holy Mass, and how important it is to just enter it in that much more deeply, like you talk about when you elevate the host. But, yeah. uh, you know, for us, what what would you say more to those parishioners as that host is elevated? What would you say to them and, and how to be properly disposed at that moment? Sure. You know, just beautiful. Uh, I surrender Jesus. I believe. Help my unbelief. The prayer of St. Thomas, the doubter he called, but just, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And that little red light, remember that 
that's a sign that God has never abandoned us. The Eucharist is the bread for the journey. It's God's presence that he's there all the time with us. Well, thank so. you so much, Father, for joining us. We're on a hard break, and uh, we thank you so much. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Wow, we want to welcome everyone back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Vinson with my co-host, Paul Braun. Hi there. What a great morning we have had. And uh, boy, we have just been so blessed. And now we're going to go on a 10-minute tour around our listening area. So to begin our 10-minute tour, we have Tim by phone. Tim, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, fantastic. Tell us about your festival coming up, Tim. Well, it's the St. Anthony's Catholic Church Fall Festival, which is held on uh, September 15th uh, at the KC Hall here in Linton. It's right on Broadway. As you come up Broadway, you can't miss it. And we start serving like at 4 p.m. to 7. You know, doors will open at 3.45, so if somebody comes a little earlier, they can sit and wait. And we have our same menu as we've had for many of years, uh, fried chicken. Ham, 
hamburger rice, and mashed potatoes with all the trimmings, and lots of pies and desserts of, you know, of all kinds for, I guess, it's whatever flavor you'd like, we'd probably have it. <laughs> and I said, you know, like for adults, it's like $12, you know, children, six to 12 is $6, and children, five and under are free. Well, the dinner's a big highlight, but you also have other things taking place, right? Yes, we have like, uh, we sell like raffle tickets, uh, they're like $2 a ticket, um, there's up to, right now 70 prizes on there, grand prize is $500, and we have a uh, $250, $200, most of it's all cash prizes, or some kind of gift certificates, you know, and then we have quite a silent auction, you know, that takes place right there in the hall, you can go check on that, we have bingo, you know, that they can play with me doing stuff. So well, fine. Tim, we thank you so much. What a great event. St. Anthony Catholic Church in Linton on Sunday, September 15th at the yeah. Linton Knights of Columbus Hall. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about your great event. You're right. And if there's any questions, they can call our office at 254-4588. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Tim. Wonderful. Our you next stop... Dakota Hope's annual fundraising banquet. We have Nadia on the phone. Nadia, are you there? I am here. Thank you for Wonderful. having me. Wonderful. Oh, thank you for joining us. Tell us a little bit about your event coming up on the 16th. Well, on the 16th of September, we're going to have our annual fundraising banquet for Dakota Hope Clinic, which is a pregnancy health center in Minot, North Dakota. And our speaker this year is Trent Horn. We're very excited to have him come. Yeah, he's uh, fantastic. Yes, yes, he's a teacher, apologist, um, author, and uh, he's written a couple books. A couple of them are um, Persuasive Pro-Life and Answering Atheism. We, your listeners probably hear him on the radio a lot, so um, he's a very uh, engaging uh, debater and, uh, and person that uh, answers a lot of questions about pro-life. Well, and then he's just received his master's degree in bioethics from the U of Mary as well. So he's a fantastic speaker. And tell us a little more, Dakota Help, uh, Hope Clinic, uh, where are you located? Okay, we're at the main medical building, which is right to the corner from Trinity Hospital Emergency Room in Minot. And we are the only um, pregnancy health center in the northwest, north central North Dakota it's over 100 miles either way uh, from west, south, or east to the next center. So, And this is our major fundraiser, so we're hoping people will come and be inspired and, and help support us. Fantastic. And, and just to remind, September 16th at North Dakota State Fair Event Center in Minot, North Dakota. And if you have any questions, uh, you can call um, by September 2nd. 701-852-4675. Thank you so much for uh, telling us about your event. Thank you for having me. Next, we have the Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat in Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, gather at the Church of St. Pius X in Rochester the weekend of September 6th through the 8th for a Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat with Father Eduardo Gomez. The event includes lunch and dinner on Saturday as well as lunch on Sunday. The registration fee is just $40. There's no charge for religious or clergy who would like to attend. Child care will also be provided at no extra cost 
This retreat is sponsored by the Lumen Christi Prayer Group. So just a reminder, Church of St. Pius X in Rochester, the weekend of September 6th through the 8th. All right. Our next stop is going to be Duluth, Minnesota. And we're talking about the Built Upon a Rock Fest. With a live preview show, the bands are booked for the third annual festival. It's going to be on September 14th. You can join Catholic recording artists Father Kevin McGoldrick and Dana Catherine. It's a free concert in Duluth, Minnesota. The, the performances are going to be high energy and entertaining. At the same time, they're going to be delivering a powerful Catholic message. So if you go to builtuponarockfest.com, that's tough. So it's the words built upon a rock fest, but make that all one word, .com. You can get all the details. They're saying the Built Upon a Rock Fest spreads the love of Jesus Christ through music that rocks. So once again, that's going to be in Duluth, Minnesota. That's going to be on September 14th. Uh, I don't know exactly what the uh, uh, where the uh, event is going to take place in Duluth, but if you go to builtuponarockfest.com, you can certainly find out where the exact location is in Duluth. Fantastic. Well, next we have next we have uh, an event coming up. Um, St. Anthony Catholic Church. Kathy, are you on the line? I am. How are you this morning? Oh, oh wonderful, Kathy. Tell us all about uh, your event coming up at St. Anthony's, and it's Lake. It's Lake Neba. <laughs> Can you tell us? It's in Wisconsin. <laughs> or I could just sit here and laugh. I don't know. Oh no! Lake. Tell us. Let's Lake Nebagaman. 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 Okay. That's right. why yeah. I stopped at NB. <laughs> oh, Tell us right. about that's your event, right. Kathy. <laughs> okay, this coming Sunday, the 18th, from noon till 3, out in beautiful Lake Nebagaman at St. Anthony Catholic Church, we are having a family fun day and a roast pork dinner. And we have, we're, in fact, we're at church today doing all the shopping and peeling and preparing, and we will have kids games including a bouncy castle and horseshoes and beanbag toss for adults and all kinds of fun things to do we have a 50 50 raffle and a silent auction that the ladies are putting the fine finishing touches to today and um we hope everybody can come bring your appetites and just come and enjoy fellowship with your neighbors and the community well, that's where I'm at, the appetite. Tell me a little more about this roast pork dinner. What else is going to be served with that? Oh, we've got fresh corn from one of our local farmers. We have scalloped potatoes and fresh cucumber salad. We have fabulous desserts from the ladies in the parish. Um, yep, if you're hungry, this is the place to be on Sunday. Well, that's fantastic, Kathy. We sure thank you. So for more info, you can call 715-374-3570. Thank you, Kathy, for being with us today. Thank well, you. You guys have a great day. Thank you, you. And that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live program. If you'd like to have your event featured, call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we will be right back on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Attend a Catholic Unite Financial Workshop with Brian Zitzman, your local Catholic Unite rep on end-of-life issues from a Catholic perspective. Our speakers will discuss Catholic Church teaching on health care directives, protecting human dignity, and end-of-life financial issues. The free workshops will be at 7 p.m. on August 28th at St. Joseph Parish in Montevideo and September 4th at St. Andrew Parish in Granite Falls. Text WORKSHOP to 1-800-568-6670 to save your seat. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. And good morning. Welcome once again to Real Presence Live. My name is Paul Braun. I'm the Director of Communications for the Diocese of Fargo, along with my co-host, Janine Bitson. How are you this morning? I'm doing really well, Paul. It's been just a fantastic show to start out talking about St. Francis Thrift Store and all the great things that they're doing in our community and the thrift stores throughout our listening area and what they do for their communities. Uh, But now we have a really special guest, someone who actually is very acquainted with the St. Francis Thrift Store, and we're going to hear firsthand account of how this ministry has been there for her when she needed it most. So we'd like to welcome Stephanie. Welcome, Stephanie, Thank to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hi. Uh, we really appreciate you being on the air with us. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Are, are you an ri- original resident of here in Fargo, or did you come here from somewhere else? Um, originally, I'm from Puerto Rico. Okay. And for 17 years of my life, I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota, and in August of 2011, I came up here for college at NDSU. Oh, fantastic. Well, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're an old hand now in Fargo. You know where everything is. Um, talking about the St. Francis Thrift Store here in Fargo, um, if you would, share what you can, your story about how the thrift store uh, began helping you. Uh, it kind of started with the electricity bill, right? Yes. Uh, um, tell, me a little, tell me that story. Well, prior to that, my son, I have two kids. I have a boy and a girl. My son's grandmother volunteered here, so that's how I kind of knew about the St. Francis thrift store. 
So I would come and shop every one or two times a week just because I, I could. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and at one point I was having problems with my bill, although I am a full-time employee. I was still having problems um, with bills and rent and groceries, so I had to kind of um, decide what was most important at the time. And I fell behind on my electricity bill, and I was very... And Knowing about the thrift store, I knew about the program, but I didn't know what it was really about until I asked Martha what it was about. And she told me that they help with bills and rent. So I just took a jump, and I'm very grateful that George over here has helped me with that situation. All right, so you... You, you weren't really quite sure you wanted to take that leap, right? Yes. It, it's, it, we all find it difficult to ask for help. Yes. Uh, but uh, when you asked for that help, were you pleasantly surprised at what came through for you? Yes. Um, I wasn't really expecting uh, to get the full bill paid. I was expecting just like a small portion and then I would have to pay for the rest. Um, but George, I told George I was a single mother and I was kind of in a little difficult time of my life and he was grateful enough to pay for the whole bill for me. And that's what the St. Francis Thrift Store and other thrift stores and, and outreach programs are all about. You right, they're, right. They're there to help people. Yeah, yeah. And again, we want to thank people for tuning in to Real Presence Live. And, and my name is Janine Bitson and Paul Braun, my co-host, uh, we are just so grateful Stephanie is joining us to tell us as a recipient of the the things that St. Francis Thrift Store ha and Outreach has helped her with uh, because we want people to understand that it is there um, for you or someone you know and love um, to to use when there's those crisis situations. Um, Stephanie is explaining to us how she came into contact with St. Francis and and uh, what she has been helped with. So what does it mean to you, Stephanie, to receive help in this way? I'm just very grateful. Um, from a very young age, it was difficult for me to ask for help. I've always tried to figure out situations on my own, um, battle difficulties on my own without asking help of my family, especially my parents. So as an adult, it just became as a habit. I'm still not good at asking for help, but I knew at that moment that I needed the help or else I knew I was going to fall behind even more so. Mm -hmm. So I'm just very glad that there are programs out there that can help those that need help, mm -hmm. whether or not, like myself, have a hard time asking. And it's I'm just glad that sometimes that it's kind of private, um, per se, because I know outreach, there's a lot of people here, you know, as well getting help but when you go into the room to talk to George or as a social worker it is kind of in a private um, scene where not a lot of people know your situation or know what you're getting help for mm -hmm. it's just a room that everybody knows that you need help and it's just I'm just glad that it's available for those I think it's an important thing for all of us too that you know there are those moments in life where you know, even in our faith journey, 
we all need help. Yes. You know, we can't do it on our own. As we're growing spiritually, we need the help of our spiritual fathers. We need the help of our holy friends. We need the help of the saints. You know, and it's no different in, in the day-to-day life that we live, that there are some times when we're in these situations, and it's okay to ask for help. Yes, indeed. You know, and, and there are blessings that happen, not just for the person receiving that help, but also for those that can give to help that, you know, give that help. And so for our listeners, if you're able to help support the St. Francis Thrift Store in any way through donations of, you know, it, it doesn't have to be just monetary. I mean, Marta does a fantastic job with the selling of so many um, items. You know, if you have items that you're not in need of anymore, uh, it can help to give to someone in need. Um, and like Marta had mentioned earlier, too, that whatever they aren't able to use, they... they uh, pay it forward to another institution that could use the excess of what um, they aren't able to use. So it is really important not just to ask for help, but to be there to help provide that help. It's also, Stephanie, you said that you also would like to come shop here. You also like to take a look at what they have. Yes. uh, Uh, Have you you found items when you come through and go, hey, I need that? I mean, do they have a a good supply for for folks? Yes. My house, you could say it's kind of like a hoarder's house because I can't stop shopping for clothes for me and my kids, Um, especially now since I do have a a three-and-a-half-month-old daughter, and she's growing. So I kind of have to continuously shop for her because she keeps outgrowing her clothing. But what a beautiful thing then, too, that when she is done outgrowing a certain item, you can give it back to the thrift store, and then that can give back, you know, in another way to another person with Mm -hmm. a child that age. So how old are your children, Stephanie? Uh, My oldest is, he'll be six in November, so he's starting kindergarten next week. Oh, wow. And my youngest (laughs) is three and a half months. Oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. So you've got, he's heading on to school. Yes. Uh, Oh, how wonderful that is, huh? Yes. (laughs) A little bit of a little bit of mixed feelings there? I told him I can't promise I won't crown his first day of school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, getting ready for school then, I mean, uh, does the St. Has the St. Francis Thrift Shop been able to help you get him ready for school supplies and, and, yes. and things like that? Oh, yes, Okay, definitely. so, so they, they've been able to provide those needs as well. Yes. That's a wonderful thing because uh, especially clothing items, I imagine, and, and so forth. Um, now, it says here in the notes that I have here that um, uh, – you had some shoulder problems uh, that, or no, that was that was that was somebody else. I'm sorry, <laughs> that was the other person we were expecting here. My yeah. apologies with that. But you know, it, regardless of what it is in life that that cross that that happens. Um, you know, it's just good to know that there's good people that are out there providing a way to to get out of that situation. Earlier, I had talked about um, you know being out in San Francisco and seeing just unbelievable poverty and and going this should not happen i mean on my heart it was just such a sad thing and i'm so grateful for the community of the fargo moorhead area and and our listening areas that that we do have programs in place that can be quick to respond to the needs of individuals and and if there aren't those quick responses to the needs of the individuals in our in our listening area hopefully we can be prompted to do more to make sure that that is happening because we never want to see it get to a situation where people are 
are in that destitute of situations like I, I witnessed in San Fran. Yeah. Stephanie, what would you say to uh, somebody who might be listening um, who may need that little bit of extra help uh, or maybe know somebody who may need that little bit of extra help? As somebody who has been on the receiving end of that, what would you say to them? Just do it. Just ask for help. It, it doesn't hurt to try to ask because um, you never know what the end result will be. You might get the help or you might not, but at least you could say that you tried. That's what I always tell myself is at least I tried. I tried to do the best that I can, whether it's yourself or you have kids. You're showing that you're, you're showing to your kids that you are doing the best that you can as a parent. Or if you're a student and trying to prove your parents that you can do it without their help, just, just do it. <laughs> do you get any uh, counseling from the St. Francis outreach as far as uh, when you come in for help maybe to, to help you be able to get on your own two feet? Do you get any uh, counseling like that at all? I don't understand the well, question. I'm sorry. <laughs> do they... Do they uh, do, do, like when you sit down and talk with George and so forth and he'll say okay here's we're going to help you with this but let me send you somewhere where you can maybe I don't know I, I get 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 some information on on how you can uh continue on to to better yourself and things like that oh yes yes he does and I'm very grateful sorry I didn't understand the question at I'm first sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no. um so so now that you have gotten through this electric bill have things gotten better i mean like now you you wrapped it up you you got back to, yes. to zero and now you're able to more or less help yourself yes yeah. and i'm just uh, like i said earlier i'm just grateful for the help or else i would have just been very behind on everything yeah. well yeah. stephanie thank you so much for sharing with us the good things the St. Francis Thrift Store has done for you and your two young children. Good luck with the, your little one in kindergarten <laughs> and that new little daughter. Coming up, you're not going to want to miss the beauty of building a deeper relationship with God with Chuck Harkins of the Diocese of Cheyenne. We'll be right back on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Built Upon a Rockfest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rockfest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rockfest on September 14th. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. This is Paul Braun, the Diocese of Fargo Director of Communications, coming to you on Real Presence Live, along with my co-host, Janine Bitson. Janine, uh, we've had a wonderful show, but it's not over yet. No, no, we still have another guest, but boy, oh boy, what a great show. I I just, uh, I'm so grateful for St. Francis Thrift Store. We're live, uh, coming live from St. Francis Thrift Store in Fargo at 1425. First Avenue South. And uh, for those of you in the listening area, just encourage you to come shop here and, and find things that you might need. Um, otherwise, I encourage you to get a hold of George or Marta and find out how you can help them in their continued outreach ministry that they provide for this listening area or for this Fargo area, uh, Moorhead area. But uh, definitely to encourage people to get in touch with their local thrift stores in our listening area. Well, this message is for men. Are you ready? How are you called to grow in a deeper relationship with the Lord? Well, if you're looking for an opportunity to do just that, we have Chuck Harkins from the Diocese of Cheyenne, Wyoming. He's going to tell us all about it. Chuck, thank you for joining us this morning. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I'm uh, 66, recently retired. I'm married. My wife and I celebrated 40 years of marriage this year. Uh, we have three kids, five grandkids, and uh, uh, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Well, we're talking a little bit about a, uh, a manly topic this morning, growing in a relationship with Jesus. Uh, some of our listeners might be wondering, what is manly? What, what would you say to that? Well, that's, you know, that's a good question, because um, I think, uh, especially for men, um, relationship is something that we don't like to talk about. You know, we'll talk about sports, we'll talk about the weather, talk about politics maybe, but we don't want to talk about our relationships. And Jesus calls us to be in relationship. That's what life is. You know, I just described what I was. Um, I'm a married man. That's relationship with my wife. I children and grandchildren. Those are relationships. I was a boss. That's relationship. And we, we as men, sometimes don't do that well. And so, Jesus is calling us to be in relationship with Him. And through that, uh, I think we can improve our relationships with others too. So I, I think it's a very important topic for men. Well, there's an opportunity coming up in Casper, Wyoming, for men to grow in their relationship with the Lord. Uh, what is this? Is, is It's a Catholic men's retreat coming up? Yeah, we, we've been doing a Catholic men's retreat in the diocese here. Um, we've been doing it for probably about 20, 25 years now. I've been uh, involved with it for maybe the last 10. 
Um, and and it's uh, a chance for men who uh, I think uh, it's important for men in today's society to be able to understand what it means to be, you know, a Catholic Christian man. And a lot of times we don't have uh, good support or good uh, good ways of, of uh, expressing that. In this retreat, we get together. Uh, we usually get uh, at least 50 men, uh, sometimes as many as 90. Uh, we've had it in various locations throughout the state this year. We've moved it uh, to a new venue in Casper here. We're going to try that and see how that goes. But it's a good opportunity for men to come together and see how other men live their lives as a, as a Catholic Christian man. Well, and and Chuck, I just want to thank you for being part of organizing this. You know, as as a woman, <laughs> I <laughs> I really want to just chime in here because I'm I'm really upset. Uh, I, when I say the word upset, I'm disheartened by such an attack on men in our society uh, now, and how important it is for men to get together in a conference and and all those values and all those important attributes that good Catholic men bring to our society. It's so, so important. And and I just want to thank you personally for for pr- helping provide an event like this um, for men to get together and to grow in not only their faith, but to have dialogue and relationship with one another, um, because uh, that support system is really, really needed uh, this day and age. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you. I think that there's a a, a lot of men in, in our society today, you know, when our society is telling us a whole bunch of different things on what it is to be a man, uh, I think that, uh, you know, Jesus provided us with much better example. He said, I am the truth, and uh, that's what we need to do uh, as men today. But I think a lot of us don't have... Um, a support group. You know, women are very good about talking about these things with each yeah. other, but men men don't. And uh, this is a real opportunity for us to come together, talk about our faith, talk about what it does mean to be, uh, you know, a Catholic man in today's society. So, mm-hmm. Well, and, and one thing I'd like to add, Chuck, just as a woman, don't be afraid to open their doors for them. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Good advice. I, I'm Good serious. Advice. <laughs> I love uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Say, Chuck, in the little bit of time we have left, give us some details about uh, this retreat. When is it and what's going to take place? Okay. it's uh, It starts a week from today, so it's August 23rd through the 25th. It's here in Casper, Wyoming at St. Patrick's uh, Catholic Church. Um we, we are going to uh, have Deacon Ralph Poyo, who uh, is a very dynamic speaker. You can Google him or YouTube him and, and listen to him. He is incredibly dynamic. Uh, he's got the he founded an organization called, I believe, New Evangelization, um, and he is. Uh, you know, I, I just uh, we get a lot out of it. It starts uh, about four o'clock Friday afternoon, runs through. Uh, Sunday at about noon, and uh, there's there are hotels that we can uh, put people up at. So the cost for the actual retreat is fifty dollars, um, but that's uh, we have scholarships available because our our goal is that any man that wants to attend can attend. Period. So well, that's important um, because it's, it's it's like you were saying it's tough to get guys to open up. 
to get them to come to something like this is probably just as tough. And if you can just remove a lot of those obstacles, that just makes it all that much better for you to be able to get guys to come in and 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 share on a really important topic and and really important part of their lives. So one question yeah. I have for you, Chuck, real quickly. So it's with the the Diocese of Cheyenne. Is it open to anyone in our listening area? It, it is open to anybody that wants to get here. Wow, that's <laughs> we, fantastic. We, we do not turn down anybody that wants to come. I mean, we've had non-Catholics come to it, and they've been greatly impressed by it, whether they uh, end up, you know, changing to the Catholic faith or not. Uh, it, they've, they've all had great things to say about it, uh, exactly what you were saying earlier about how to be a man. Well, thank you so much, Chuck, for joining us this morning. Uh, Chuck Harkins from the Diocese of Cheyenne, Wyoming, and the Catholic Men's Retreat coming up. Is there a phone number, Chuck, that uh, people can call in order to get more information? Um, You know, they can call uh, me at area code 307-267-1013. They can also call St. Patrick's Church, uh, and that is uh, 307-1013. Uh, I believe two three five 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 three five, or they can just go onto the website, uh, either the Diocese of Cheyenne or. Uh, St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Casper, and they'll have the information there for it. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Chuck. It's been great visiting with you, and and you have a fantastic day, and good luck with everything with your event. Okay, thank you, and God bless you both. God bless you, you too. Thank you. Well, now we're going to go to Aaron, and he's going to give us a preview of the next show. Absolutely. It's going to be an amazing show coming up. Today's show was really great, too. I, there's just so much goodness here. Uh, coming up here on Monday, we've got Father Craig Vasa coming to you live from the University of Mary. We're going to be having Rachel Brash from the University of Mary talking about the professional program receiving the national endorsement for real-world preparation. We've got Father, excuse me, Father Craig for Straight Talk. Jerome Richter is going to be talking to us about the great things going on at the University of Mary. We'll be taking the 10-minute tour of local events. Mike Kidrowski is going to be giving us, uh, getting us to the heart of giving during Heart of Your Legacy. And Catherine Hedro, you've heard of her from the EWTN Pro-Life Weekly. She'll be coming to Fargo on the 29th, and she'll be previewing her appearance here. All this coming up here on the next Real Presence Live Looking forward to it. Right back to you guys. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, guys. And I just want to thank St. Francis Thrift Store here in Fargo. Again, I'm just going to throw out that address, 1425 South First Avenue. It's been great to to host live here with you, Paul. It's been my pleasure. I want to thank George Locker and uh, and Marta Ibarra for... uh, joining us as well and telling us about the wonderful outreach going on here again if you are in need or if you know of someone in need contact st francis thrift shop that's a great place to start yeah well thank you it's been a great morning with you paul and as always i thank you for being here and um Wow, just a lot lot to think about and reflect with the great guests that we've had. And we thank you, our listeners, and join us on Monday. Have a good day.
This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on 